0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... Don't let his bark fool you. Roy
1: has a softer side, too.
0: This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I don't want to be too hard on the airlines, but here's our conversation, my girl. Um, sir, you're going to have to uh, depart this plane. Well, why? I have a ticket. I have a signed seat. I'm in the seat. It's my ticket. Why? Well, we overbooked, and uh, you have been randomly chosen, and you're going to have to get off the plane. Now, we're going to compensate you, but in fact, we'll give you travel vouchers so you can travel with us going forward. And what are the chances I'm going to be okay to get on those planes? Sorry, sir. We We can't tell you. We don't know. You could end up with a bedroom uh, d- drawer filled with travel vouchers and no ability to travel. We're going to talk to Brett Doyle in PEI in just a minute about a just an incredible story. I, I read uh, about, about uh, Brett and his family in a story um, in The Guardian in Prince Edward Island written by, by Jim Day. And it's just it's an almost unbelievable story, but, but it happened. Let me talk first to Corinne, who's in Edmonton. Hi, Corinne. Thanks for the call.
2: Hello. How are you today?
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm well. My feet are firmly grounded.
2: <laughs> I wish I could say that. Anyway, uh, no, I, I, I'm from uh, originally from Cape Breton, and uh, it's almost like going to the other end of the world when you're trying to book an airline. But anyway, um, I had booked to go to Sydney, Nova Scotia, not Sydney, Australia. <laughs> but anyway, apparently, uh, we get into Halifax, and we get an announcement to collect our luggage. And I, I'm i looking at people, and I'm saying, collect our luggage? Like, we're going to Sydney. And they said, no, just pick up your luggage and follow the man in front of you. <laughs> and I said, okay. i like crazy. <laughs> anyway, we follow him outside. It's rainy. And they put us on. A little twenty-person bus. Right. Um, I sit down the back, and I'm thinking, what am I doing? I'm, I'm still questioning myself. Right. Why am I on a bus when I'm going? When I was supposed to be flying into Sydney, uh, I was supposed to be in Sydney by midnight. I mean, pardon me eight o'clock.
0: The bus it's isn't going to make it,
2: and I'm still in Halifax. Yeah, the, the bus I'm isn't. Sad. The bus isn't. The bus, the bus isn't going to make it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, actually, I sat down the back of the plane right. where I could smell the rubber on the on my running shoes, burning.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> uh, it was that hot. And okay. I said, oh, my God, when somebody gets off the bus up front, I'm going to go up the front.
0: How did this end, Corinne?
2: This ended with uh, we doing a little drop-off at every uh, 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 Chicka lick and every other little station along the way to be letting the passengers off one by one.
0: So they did actually leave you on the bus all the way to Sydney? Now I know that road from Halifax to Sydney.
2: Yeah, it's a kind of a long It road. is
0: a, it's a long drive. It's yeah. not that's not a, that's that's not just a hop, a skip and a jump.
2: No, and, and I decided I go up the front because my running shoes were, like I said, burning sitting on this heater at the back. Yeah. I go up the front, I don't have a jacket, yeah. and now I'm freezing. Because the reason why the the heat was so much down the back. It's because there was no air conditioning up the front. Yeah, my dear, I mean, we're, got, we're, going, to have, we're,
0: my, we're going to have to cut this a little short, Corinne. So did they offer you any money at any point? Did somebody say to you from the airline, we'll provide you with some compensation for what we put you through?
2: No, they, uh, of they course actually, not. I, I had to uh, go and argue with them. Um, I think all they did is allow me to extend my my visit uh, because they've shortened my time there.
0: Okay, Corinne. I'm surprised they didn't charge you extra to sit on the bus. <laughs> Thank you for the call in Edmonton. <laughs> just get off the plane. Just follow the man. Just, just get your luggage and follow the man. Get off the plane. We'll take good care of you. And, and probably with, with such uh, arrogant self-assurance that no one's going to argue with them, it's just unbelievable. It, it, it shouldn't – I mean, it can't be allowed – I know governments allow it, but it shouldn't be allowed that you can purchase something, and you pay for it, and then it's taken away from you. And in Doctor Dow's face, you get knocked out, uh, you get knocked unconscious, and you get bloodied up. And then the CEO of the airline says, "Just the way we do business." Next, Brett Doyle is next. He's in uh, Prince Edward Island, and uh, quite an adventure that I was reading about this morning. Uh, Jim Day, as I said in the Guardian, and PEI wrote this story. Uh Brad I I don't know where to start other than you did everything right you you ordered your tickets way in advance you paid for them way in advance and it didn't make a difference
1: No not not really um I fly a decent amount I would say average or maybe slightly above and uh when we did a 24 hour check in for the tickets I purchased months earlier and uh, was not given a seat. I, I really knew exactly what was up at that point in time because i have been at the airport enough and I've seen this happen to enough other people. And uh, the operator told me, no, no, just, just go to the airport an hour early and they'll deal with it there. And I really wanted to get out of her. And I asked her several times, is the flight oversold? And she would not answer one way or another. So we've sort of took matters into our own hands at that point in time because I, I didn't want to find out the next day, an hour before our flight, that it was sold out and have to deal with it then. Um, We're in a small market. We've really limited options to fly out of where we're flying to. And to make the connection that I had to make, I really didn't have any other option to get there other than that one flight. Yeah.
0: Let me just read a little bit from the story to to, to provide a little background here. The major snag began when Brett Doyle uh, tried to book his family and reserve seats on March 15, March 15, for a flight from Charlottetown to Costa Rica through Montreal, a flight he'd already purchased for his family back in August. He was given a seat, as was his wife, Shanna, and the couple's 8-year-old son, Simon. However, Brett uh, was told there's no seat available for his 10-year-old son, son Cole. Shanna drove to the Charlottetown airport, hoping to resolve the problem. An Air Canada agent was very apologetic, but unable to help her family's flight plight. Uh, Shanna was told the flight was several seats oversold and that her son would likely not get on. So now we're talking about a 10-year-old kid. We're talking about a kid who's with his mom and his dad and his brother, and they're leaving PEI to go to Costa Rica on vacation. And what the airline's saying is mom, dad, and the seven-year-old, they can get on the plane and they can go. But the 10-year-old, he's just going to have to find his own way there. Here's a couple of hints and suggestions, but good luck to you. That was basically it, wasn't it, Brett?
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. I mean, there's, there's obviously a lot more to the story than we'll have time to get into, and I put a lot of it on my Facebook page. But um th- that's basically yes i mean we, when we buy our tickets we put the people's ages they they know that when they issue the tickets or not issue them and uh yeah we we there was no ticket for the 10 year old. We, we were with the part that's not in the article and there's lots of other parts but we were traveling with a big group there was 11 of us and eight of which were adults and um there were several of the adults that offered to give up their seat to um give it to the child But the flight was oversold by six people, we were told, so there was no guarantee that had any of those adults given up their seats, that it wouldn't instantly get snagged up by one of the other six that are also hovering like sharks trying to get those those seats. And And then they suggested,
0: uh, I'm sorry, they suggested that you and your family uh, drive to Moncton in New Brunswick and fly into Montreal to catch the flight to Costa Rica. Uh, You did, but then you were told the flight was canceled.
1: Yeah, yeah, I thought, I, honest to God, I thought it was a joke. When we, I thought I was looking for cameras. I thought it was for sure there was
0: some kind of a joke on me.
1: Yeah, we we like drove the two hours to the airport. We walked through security. We didn't check in at the gate because we already had our tickets. We walked through security, and the security officer said, so did they not tell you at the gate that this flight was canceled? <laughs> and I sort of laughed. I, I thought it was a joke, and I said, no. And they said, oh, you have to go back and recheck and, and try to figure something else out for this flight because it, it, this flight's been canceled
0: oh it's just bizarre i mean it's the kind of scenario where you think somebody one of your friends is pranking you on tv or on on online on youtube somebody's youtube channel you're going to show up there yeah and it was it was the real deal yeah and it goes on to say that uh that you ended up uh giving up your seat on the original flight and uh, you and your son cole drove to halifax so you could get on a flight to Montreal, and then to yeah. to to um, uh, Costa Rica, and your wife and your other son got on the original plane, and they flew that way. So the family was was not. You didn't have the enjoyment of going together. Plus, it probably scared the daylights, as Jim writes in his in his story, scared the daylights out of your son.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, after we drove the two hours to, to Moncton and then waited for another hour and a half in the line to get reassigned another another seat, we we then drove another two and a half hours to Halifax. Um, while my wife, at that point, after she got us to Halifax, had to turn around and drive back to Charlottetown to catch the five forty five a.m. flight that we were supposed to be on initially, so she she basically got no sleep. By the time she got home, it was two hours until until the next flight, and and during this whole time while we were waiting in line, we were also waiting on the phone with Air Canada. And we were trying to do a little bit of homework before we got them on the phone so we could be prepared. So when we got them on the phone, we said, okay, we, we found a couple of options. We can get on this flight, this flight to get us to Montreal in order to get the connection, meet up with the family. And the uh, the, the person on the phone said, "said well, no, th- those flights are also sold out. And I said, well, why would you be selling them? Like, what happens if I buy this flight and show up? And they said, well, it would be the same thing. Someone's going to get bumped. It might be you. It might be someone else. But we're... we're continue to sell those flights Just bizarre. In, in not so many words. Just
0: bizarre. Uh, Air Canada um, offers uh, to review your family's expenses and uh, provide a $2,500 travel voucher, They it says here. and uh, I mean, if you get the travel vouchers, there's no guarantee you'll be able to get on the plane. I, uh, I, I, It's scary. It really is scary because people make plans, hard plans, important plans for life, sometimes life plans. And uh, an airline pops along and says... Sorry? You can't get on the yeah. plane. All Brett, right, I... it. Yeah. Somebody hung up on Brett. Not me. I didn't touch anything. Not me. Not me. Sorry, Brett. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, that really is the end of our story. It was going to be at the end of our story anyway on, uh, on the airlines and, and then uh, Brett and his family's... Brett and his family's awful situation with Air Canada. <laughs> when we come back... He's a high school student. He has developed an anti-bullying program that is being used in Ontario and is being looked at in Canada, other Canadian provinces and American states. But the Ontario education minister won't even respond to his communications. We'll talk to this young man in a minute.